everybody. Welcome to the YouTube show. I don't know, Craig, I guess we are officially coming up with these names. I'm, I'm, I'm Chris P. I'm here with Craig Schaum. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know what else we call it. We just, we analyze a YouTube video. It could be a movie. Yeah. It could be a show. It could be a video clip of somebody doing something goofy. Right. And the great thing is pop culture. So you, you can talk yeah. about other things related to it. So, yeah, Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, well, hey, we got a previous show. Some stuff's going on. Uh, tonight's been my kids' Halloween party, so I'm jamming in about ten podcasts in three hours. It's gonna be really crazy, but um, yeah. But we're gonna talk for a while. Uh, Joe Castle, he's at. I, I can't remember what event he's at, but he was at a different event that he couldn't get off uh, tonight. But Joe, we hope Joe will be back next week. It's been fun having Joe on for the last couple of weeks. Yep. But hey, it's back to you and me, Craig. Which it's not a bad thing at all. Um. So here's what I'm thinking. So so far. We did the Bradshaw Bunch, kind of a goofy video, goofy uh, show about Terry Bradshaw and his family. Yeah. Last week, Ghost. Oh, I got to tell you this. I don't know if you noticed. Did you see who liked our post? I did Ghost? see it. Yeah, Rose McIver. We appreciate the, the love. And now, we I'm, enjoyed your show. I'm kind of wondering because I did not tag Rose in the post. Well, um, you um, you tag ghosts, and I think CBS. Okay. So you know, she probably saw it from that. But we appreciate her uh, her shout out nonetheless. Do you think Rose is assistant that's looking for that, or do you think Rose is like you know, sitting there going, "Hmm, who's?" Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. Hard to say. I mean, you know, sometimes you think some people just handle their handle their own social media, but then you also think too that. Some people need to have assistance with their social media so they don't go overboard on something. But I think something like that, she probably caught wind of and said, oh, I'll like it. Now, I tweeted back at her from the Ohio account going, come on, Rose. Thanks for liking the show. Let's yeah. have you on. And yeah, unfortunately, it's me and Craig. There's no <laughs> I wish I could say here's Rose to bring her on for backstage. Well, we need to get we need to get Joe back on, you know, Joe missing this week. Maybe she knew Joe yeah. was missing this week and she's like, nope, don't want to be on there unless Joe Castle's there. So her and Joe, Joe, her and Joe know each other because yeah. Joe told us that today. But apparently George and her George uh, <laughs> got George over brain. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but no, apparently Joe and her had talk and Rose is like, hey, Joe, you're not coming on. So I'm going to leave this dude's high and dry. That may be. I don't know. It could be. All right. Well, hey, uh, tonight uh, we were going to talk about this actually on the series premiere of this YouTube show, but we pushed it back. But hey, it's a, a good time to bring it back again. The Manning cast. And I got to tell you, Craig, here's my feeling about football. NFL is my favorite sport. I'll say it. I really didn't mean that. Right. I got to tell you. I'll watch Sunday Night Football if there's an intriguing game. Um, Brady against the Patriots was that a couple weeks ago. But I don't know what it is with the Monday Night Football schedule. A lot of snore fest. Um, you know, maybe yeah. two years ago, a Saints-Seahawks game, you would think it would be Drew Brees and Russell Wilson, and maybe that's intriguing. I got to tell you, I probably would have checked in once or twice to see how my fantasy football players are doing, but I probably wouldn't have – Sat in on it, but this year, ugh, a little snore. Uh, Geno Smith against Jameis Winston, probably not the most intriguing <laughs> thing, but I'll tell you, no, ES no. ESPN, you know, they broadcast the games, it's fed enough, they're going to broadcast the games, but 
you know, Peyton Manning retires a uh, hot personality. You know, a lot of people know him. Kind of a funny guy. Uh, you saw that his Hall of Fame induction speech this summer. Yep. And, geez, you know, they bring him and his brother on. I, I don't know much about Eli other than he was an okay football player. But, man, I I haven't sat down and watched the complete game. But I'll tell you, Craig, I'm watching his highlights packages. I don't need a regular broadcast. I mean, you know, I guess unless I'm watching the Steelers or I want to hear more about the game, I love this where they're watching the game. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I mean, what's your overall thought? We can break it down a little bit more, but what, what's your overall thought about it? Well, you know, kudos to the ESPN, you know, because like you said, Peyton Manning was a hot commodity after retirement. A lot of people were wondering, is he going to run a football team? Is he going to go into broadcasting? Is he going to do whatever? Uh, criminally underrated, too, by the way, uh, as a host of Saturday Night Live. He had some really funny sketches when he hosted uh, a handful of years ago. Um, but, you know, I, I like the Manning cast, and, and I think one of the reasons why is, you know, for a long time ESPN has been sort of ridiculed for their broadcast team not really being up to snuff or just people not really caring who's in the broadcast booth, um, at least not in comparison to, like, the Jim Nance and Tony Romo on CBS, uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck on Fox, and then, of course, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on NBC – So they've always kind of been trailing in a lot of people's minds that way. And I think, you know, this is a new thing for them to try. And I think it's working. Not not just from the perspective of I enjoy watching it even more than the normal broadcast. I can understand why some people wouldn't. But, you know, you always like to hear Peyton Manning talk football. He had the detail show on uh, ESPN Plus where he breaks down football film and he has the Peyton's places where he goes and tours the country and talks about the history of the game and stuff. But, you know, Peyton Manning is one of those guys where he could kind of call a shot. You know, he could be a broadcaster if he wants to. But I think because of that, there's a lot of pressure that if he's not great at it, then people are going to look differently at him. So instead, let's do a, a Manning cast where he comes on with his brother. They watch a game together. And it's mostly hilarious, especially Eli. Like you said, you don't we we didn't really get a chance to know Eli all that much in his playing career because obviously he was a good quarterback, maybe not great, but not bad. He did win a couple of Super Bowls, and I know he he had a lot of help doing that, but he still won the games and he made plays when he needed to. And I think he'll always be remembered as, okay, he won two Super Bowls, but maybe wasn't the greatest, but that's fine. He still he still won. But I think these two guys, you know, these brothers are carving out a niche now as this is – if they keep doing this, this is something that they'll be forever rem- remembered for because they bring a lot of uh, entertainment to the game that in some cases, and, and, you know, speaking from a Lions fan perspective, when the Lions were on Monday Night Football for some reason – it's it's nice and refreshing to see something. So if the game gets out of hand, instead of the broadcasters trying to save it, you can flip it over to the Manning cast if they have it that game and entertain yourself if you want to watch the rest of the game or see what they're talking about or what guests they may have on the Manning cast. So I like it. I, I think it's, it's a brilliant idea to get Peyton Manning involved, and it's a nice idea for Peyton to get his brother involved, and now they can have fun and – 
you know, when he put the helmet on a few weeks ago and, and it, it didn't fit him. And Eli made the, the joke about his forehead. And, you know, like that's exactly what I want to see from those two. Like I don't really – I'm not saying that I don't want, want, want to see them not break a game down, but I almost would prefer if they make fun of each other for three hours instead. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's fun. It's a, it's a fun – diversion from the normal broadcast if you want people breaking it down lewis riddick breaks the game down brian greasy breaks the game down you can get that on espn watching the normal broadcast well but i like i like how they keep one eye on the game i'll be honest yeah. I mean, right I mean, they watch the game and talk about it yeah i don't even know who won that game the other night but i know um thank you dk metcalf he's on my fantasy team but he had a real long touch them catch and you know i was watching the highlights of the main cast and you know they kind of said oh here's this catch look at what's going on with that so they're not missing the key elements of the game now if you're wanting three-hour breakdown of james winston yeah don't watch the main cast and i don't know if you watch this too because we're not gonna break it down either but um you know but it, it was good and I, I gotta tell you the guest lineup I mean, good night. I mean, you know, we know sometimes it's, you know, I think we've done well to attract the guests we've attracted to the show, but it's hard to attract huge-name guests. And I'm not talking about for a small podcast like ours. I mean, for talk shows, for TV talk shows, it's not always the easiest thing to get guests. My goodness. I mean, you know, they're rolling out LeBron, you know, all these other people, right. where it seems like, you know, you know, the, you know Peyton's just clicking – pictures on his Facebook friends list and going, hey, you want to be on a show? Sure, why not? You know, I'm, well, I'm Peyton, here. Yeah. I mean, if Peyton Manning asks you, you don't say no, right? You can't, can you? I mean... Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe there's some ESPN person working with him to hook these up, but it sounds like, you know, you know, wouldn't that be nice to, you know, hey, we're going to have Charles Barkley on. You know? and, and the guests are all interesting. I mean, you know, I think Barkley was on. Uh, LeBron... Um, well, who are the guests this week? I mean, you know, Tom Brady comes on. This was after yeah. he threw a 600 uh, touchdown pass. Uh, Marshawn Lynch was on. Lynch, yeah. you, you've he got guys. Yeah, yeah, we, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But you have Marshawn Lynch. You've got Sue Bird. And I know some people are like, eh, WNBA, who cares? But honestly, you know, if you want a recognizable person in WNBA, she's probably – I don't even know if she's yeah. the best player in the WNBA, but, I mean – She's prob- the most name brand probably, I yeah. think. She's I, I'd had say a long easily. career in you know, Team USA and all that, so she's had that kind of career that you would get her on that show if you're going to get a WNBA star. Yeah, easily probably in the top three or five in terms of – like if I said, Craig, name me WNBA players. You you know, Sue Bird would come up yeah. highest. But, you know, they're all – uh, you know, fun people. You've got big name guests. Like you said, I, I love the back and forth. I mean, you know, the show starts. Uh, Peyton's in a. He looks stuffed into a old Miss jersey. Apparently, uh, he lost the bet for something. And oh, um, um, Ole Miss beat Tennessee in football. Oh, so probably. Yeah, that was why. Yeah. So you know, um, Eli sent a stuffed in, you know, jersey. So Peyton. Lo- and, you know, they showed a video of Peyton getting into the jersey, and that looked awkward. Yeah. I mean, Peyton's not a heavy guy, and that, that looks really yeah. rough. Um, but, no, but that's fun. Like you said, I, I like the self-deprecating humor. I've always loved Conan O'Brien for that. Right. I mean, there was a lot of Conan O'Brien into that and everything, and it was interesting. Um, yeah, let's talk about 
Marsha. Now, it's interesting because I haven't seen every second of the main cast, um, but a couple weeks ago, Eli got in a little bit of trouble. I don't know why he did that, but apparently got ticked off at something, and he gave the double middle finger, you know, the double guns on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I remember that. And it was like he was waiting over his head, but you know, you if you were looking at the TV, you, you saw it. it wasn't that hard to miss. Right, right. And I don't know. I mean, obviously it's live TV. It wouldn't make sense for them to run it on a delay because you know you're not syncing up with the live broadcast. Exactly. And I guess if the thought was, oh geez, maybe we have to do that now, they must not have because Marshawn got on. <laughs> and he's yeah. dropping f words and nothing's yeah. you know blurbed out. And I, I love too how Peyton Manning afterwards. Oh, we're we're sorry. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, ESPN's going to pay for that, meaning they're probably going to get fined by the FCC and all that. But quite honestly, though, I don't think ESPN. They may, like, publicly condemn it and stuff because, obviously, you know, families watch Monday Night Football and all that stuff. But I would argue that they're probably not against that. Like, you know, Eli doing the double middle fingers and Marshawn Lynch coming on and dropping some, you know, vulgarities. Yeah, you can apologize for it. But at the end of the day, though, their ratings, if you look at the ratings, were up like 132% for that episode. Right, so they're making that money back. Unless so they're stocked. making the money yeah. back. But also, too, you know, any publicity is good publicity in that kind of right. entertainment. And even though it's not something you would condone because you don't want children to be hearing that, at the same time, I don't think ESPN's going to run out and be like, oh, Marshawn Lynch can never, ever come back on the Manning cast. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to beat down the door for him. But I wouldn't say like, oh, well, that's gonna like excommunicate him from Manning cast ever again. Here, here's my thought in the whole thing, and I'm not taking a moral high ground approach. I'm just saying, okay, the future. I mean, we've talked about this a billion times when we talked about streaming. Yeah, the future is streaming. Get that content to the your plus network. Um, ESPN has ESPN Plus. I'll be honest, and I know why they're not doing that. Um, ESPN Plus's um, content isn't probably where it should be, but you know what? Throw an uncensored, you know, main cast <laughs> on there or whatever. And I'm not saying you know, yeah. show sex shows while the mains are talking. I'm just saying make that where you're not freaked out if Marshawn Lynch drops the f word or if Eli flips off the camera or anything. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's a you know, obviously. Um... How often have you been watching a football game or a game in general? And, you know, the NFL realizes that these these men and, you know, in other sports, the men and women are playing in a highly contested athletic game and emotions can run high. And there are microphones all over the court. Right. And in a lot of cases, there are microphones on said players. So at the end of the day it is not uncommon for someone to hear an F-bomb or some other vulgarity while watching a game if something bad or happens or good happens or whatever. So, I mean, ESPN, though, I get it. They have sort of a brand to protect, and they are owned by Disney. 
and Disney has sort of gone to sort of great lengths, uh, if you will, to protect their image in that you don't really see a lot of R-rated content on Disney. You might see it on Hulu instead of Disney+. Plus, And Disney Plus is relegated to, you know, more of their PG-13 and below content. And then anything rated R could always go to Hulu because they own Hulu. So I can see why maybe ESPN Plus wouldn't do that, even though you're right. It, it could be, you know, you pay for it. Why not? If, if you want to have like an uncensored Marshawn Lynch F-bomb fest, why not? It's, you know, maybe that's something that helps set you apart. And maybe people, um, you know, maybe more people sign up for ESPN Plus knowing like Marshawn Lynch is going to, you know, not dissect a game, but he's going to speak from the heart on whatever he's watching. And they've done that for the past couple of years. I know uh, ESPN started to have <coughs> like the mega cast where they had people on the couch sitting now watching the game. But, right. but, you know, invest in good people. You know, those don't have Yahoo's. I mean, have the meetings. I mean, I, honestly, Craig, let's do this with NBA. Let's do this with other sports. I mean, yeah. maybe even have. Like, you know, we were talking about Bally's, and our, our friend George Thomas had a good article yep. talking about how it's going to be hard to get Bally's on the Sandlin's service. He was kind of questioning that in an article he wrote this week, saying that might be delayed even more than what, when you guys talked about that. Right. But, but you know, I, I kind of look at that and say, I love the concept of the main cast, and you can't get – like, the mains can't go to every sporting event and do their cast on it. But, you know, find some – Find your local YouTube funny guys to, to, to be on and do the local games and everything. I think there's a market for that because if I'm sitting here at home working, I work from home, hey, I would have that on the background, not even watching the game because I like the go-between and everything. Yeah, I mean, that it could literally be the future of broadcasting yeah. where, yeah, you're still going to have a commentary about the game itself, but if you get some engaging guys or women, you know, why not? Well, could you imagine, uh, you know, NBA on TNT, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal oh, yeah. together. I mean, oh. I think, and it's not, it's again, I don't think it's a slight against the broadcast teams, but, you know, and I guess you could maybe make the argument with ESPN that Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy are already kind of like that with each other, where they get into like little bickering fights, if you will, sometimes. But could you imagine, you know, let's watch Shaquille O'Neal and Shaq, you know, watch a game, you know, maybe they order a pizza and they, you know, they just watch a game and you know, have fun with it. Make fun of someone for flopping or make, you know, make, make fun of someone for missing a shot or whatever they do, you know, or whatever it would be. Do yourself a favor. And I'm, I'm looking this up on YouTube, man. We're, we're going to try to pick a video for next week. This could be it. Um, ESPN did this deal where they had broadcasters, Change what they were doing, um, where they would have a um, oh, what was it? Um, like they would have Dick Vitale do an NBA game, or they would have Am Schefter right, yeah, be courtside yeah, NBA promotional, game. Yeah. Well, if you do a search, um, and I, I, I don't want to play copyright material, we're going to get ourselves in trouble for our podcasting company, but um. Do a search for Dick Vitale, Bill Walton, and they don't have the whole game, but there's two clips at the top that came from a game when they put them together. It was the Cavs when the Cavs had LeBron against the Pacers, 
And the top segment, remind me, we'll put a link in the podcast about this. Um, they had um, Dick Vitale and Bill Walton on SportsCenter before the game talking. And they literally just talked over the whole interview. They were just going back and forth. And I think Kenny Maine was one of the ones interviewing them. Yeah. And Maine just sitting there laughing at them because they're just like, oh, and everything yeah. else. And I actually remember watching into the game where I think the Cavs blew him out in the last two minutes, you know. And Walton and Vitale started talking. And it literally had nothing to do with the game. And the right. game ends, and the broadcast is like, uh, guys, we're going to the next game. You know? And they're like, oh, what? Yeah, it yeah. was the funniest thing. Oh, my that, God. That's kind of that's kind of the MO uh, of Bill Walton. It's funny you bring that up because when uh, when Joe and I took over that one week with the Bradshaw Bunch, we had uh, thought about maybe some – you know, sports figures that we'd love to see like a Terry Bradshaw, like Bradshaw bunch show. One of my thoughts was Bill Walton, because if you've ever watched a uh, college basketball game on ESPN, uh, Bill Walton is, is a treasure at times. He's also probably maddening. I know Dave Pash, the uh, ESPN broadcaster that uh, works with Walton quite a bit. Um, I think it's in good fun, but you could, you could probably tell that Dave Pash, uh, probably enjoys the days where Bill Walton's not around him, but um, I'm sure they have a lot of fun with each other. But uh, Bill Walton's one of those guys. And yeah, I mean, I do remember when ESPN did that. I don't know if they still do it, but I do remember when they um, brought the college guys over to the, to the pro game and the pro guys over to the college game and Bill Walton out of all the people they could have picked. I, I know they picked Bill Walton on purpose and along with Dick Vitale uh, knowing that that would, you know, even if the game was like a one point game, it would d- dissolve into some talking about the, the finer points of life, especially with Bill Walton. So uh, probably done on purpose, but also probably uh, something we should think, you know, ESPN for, because we got to see that. Bill Walton. And he actually was the lead analyst on NBA for a while <laughs> back yeah, in the nineties. Yeah. and 2000s. I remember, I remember back in the old school, NBC on on uh, or NBA on NBC. It was um, in, well not old school. I shouldn't say that because this would have been like when NBC had the, the television contracts in like the late '90s and early 2000s. I'd always remember um, Bill Walton and Steve Snapper Jones were the two color commentators, and those two would go at each other, not in a bad way, but they would try to like one up each other. So like when the Lakers and Kings were playing in those Western Conference finals and the playoffs all the time, you know, one guy would say, oh, well, you know, the Sacramento Kings really want to win this game. And then the other guy would say, well, the Lakers really want to win this game. So they would like almost like they were like trying to one up each other. And that, that was always a fond memory of and that was kind of before Bill Walton was really what he became at, at ESPN, where he's just like not even watching the game or whatever. It's just he's just goes off on his little tangents about life and yoga and everything like that. The woods. He's probably your closest in-game person to the Manning cast because, yes. and, and no offense to anybody who likes Pac-12 basketball, but <laughs> I mean, people watch that for... He makes it worth watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people, it's almost like people get drunk, they watch it at midnight and because <laughs> at any time he's on and I, I'm getting old. I can't stay up that late. Right. 
I love going on Twitter, typing Bill Walton, and there's like hundreds of clips of all the crazy stuff he says. And each of them make me laugh. It, it's just wonderful. Uh, a couple of Bill Walton memories. I, I'm glad we're going down this Bill Walton path. Uh, this is great. Um, so Bill Walton has all these the passion. You, you know, I, I can't do a good Bill Walton voice, but you know all this stuff he said when he was with the NBA. Well, it was like a, a celebrity all-star game you know, that they put on ESPN. For some reason, Walton's televising this. Um, he was doing guest commentary for ESPN. Richard Jefferson. Now, this was back when Richard Jefferson was the up-and-coming player for the Nets. Um, the roster, they actually had some in-game NBA players on the celebrity roster, which was really weird because can you imagine one of those guys got hurt? It was strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Richard Jefferson apparently was in a feud with a rapper who was on the other team. Okay. So, you know, the celebrity game where everyone's goofing around, they're flirting with the girls on the team and everything. But, like, Richard Jefferson gets in this argument with this guy. He's a windmill dunks on the rapper. It was really, really strange. <laughs> so I don't know if Bill Walton thought Jefferson was being serious. Or Bill Walton was trying to be funny. So Bill Walton goes into, look at his eyes, the passion, the power. And even though he could have been dead serious, it was the funniest thing. Because it was like Richard Jefferson jog of a rapper. And Bill Walton was talking like Jefferson was, you know, dominating Michael Jordan in the uh, the NBA Finals or something. It was just, probably, it was wonderful. He probably lost track of where he, uh, where he was. Yes. <laughs> or what yeah. game he was watching. He probably oh, thought he was watching a real NBA game or something. It, it was one of the greatest. And then, all oh, over the weekend. My good, I, I wish we could just, you know, play these clips. Because I, I have a bunch of Bill Walton clips to play. Yeah. Uh, Bill Walton was the guest picker on College Game Day. Uh, game Day was over in UCLA. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly what he said, but look at the clip. Just type in Bill Walton game day, and there's a million yeah. of them there. Desmond Howard, uh, one of the um, hosts, is rolling on the floor because they're playing Bill Walton highlights. Yeah. And Bill was like, yeah, throw it down, big man. Look, <laughs> I'm saying it back. This is show blocking it. And, like, Howard's, like, rolling on the floor. And then, you, you know <laughs> – he was making growling noises because they're like, oh, who's going to win? UCLA or Oregon? Because they were playing left. He's like, oh, the Bruins will beat the Ducks. Arr! He's like growling. It's like, oh, wonderful. Have so, you ever, have you ever, um, I don't know if you're aware, you, you've probably seen Frank Caliendo, the, the yeah, famous yeah. for doing. He does an incredible Bill Walton impression. Oh, if, okay. you, if you've never seen it or you know, heard what he said, like he gets into these Bill Walton existential tangents. You have to YouTube video that because his Bill Walton is like spot on. And he does, he says things that you would think Bill Walton would actually say because they're so outlandish and like weird and just like, you know, meta, if you will. So you, you, okay. definitely if you're a Frank Caliendo fan, I think it's one of his best impressions that he does along with like Stephen A. Smith, but it is hilarious. And Bill Walton loves Frank Caliendo. Like they love each other. Like Bill Walton thinks he's like the greatest guy ever because he can impersonate him. It's it's hilarious. You've got you've to, gotta, you know, YouTube those and, and watch Frank Caliendo and Bill Walton talk to each other. I'm stunned Bill Walton does have a podcast. And I think Walton just does whatever. I don't think Walton's sitting there. Man, that would be a good get. 
Craig. We gotta yeah. go for Walton on the podcast. I would, I would let him just talk. I mean, he'd probably talk yeah. for about nine hours, but you know what? I would I would listen to every word because, like I said, oh, I mean, he literally, you know, I have no skin in the game for Pac-12 basketball, but I'm telling you, if there's Pac-12 basketball on, I at least try to see who's broadcasting it to see if Bill Walton's broadcasting because if he is. I at least have to watch it for a little bit because it's going to be a treat. Well, let's do this. I'm just looking at the time. My time's short. Um, let's close a couple, with a couple of really quick things. Uh, so main cast for football, I'm down with that. I yep. want Bill Walton and Dick Vitale to be my – I was going to say <laughs> – I was going to say – I won't say it. This is going to probably be a flight. Uh, I'm not sure what to call it. I was – you only call it by Mr. Vitale's first name. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, yeah. Maybe the Walton cast or whatever yeah, else it yeah. would be. Uh, baseball, we'll have to figure it out. I don't know which guys are blowing me away for that, but it should be good. Well, hey, let's do this before we close, Craig. Um, oh, boy. I want to take a little bit more time with this. Um, hang on. Let me, let me message uh, guests that's coming up. See if you can wait a few minutes, but um, we want to pick out video for next week. And boy, Craig, we we only have a few minutes. Do we make this easier? Is there a Bill? Should we do a Bill Walton video? Hmm. I think that's probably too broad. Maybe it's it's hard to break down a Bill Walton video. So okay. maybe maybe that's too stretched out. All right. Well, let me quickly. Let me quickly go over these. Um, got a couple of nominees. I, I just threw the Bill Walton out there. Um, have you seen Primitive Survival Tool? Uh, they're these guys that put together these houses in the woods. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll keep that on hold for now. It's a very strange video series. we got to talk about that sometime. Okay. I'm not sure if that's my first option for next week. Uh, let's see. What else I got? I, I, I was saving videos for the week. Um, hmm. I have lots of golf videos from our buddy Brooks Holt, but we've <laughs> already talked about him. Yeah. Um, A and E video. Don't fall asleep at the gate. Airline. Oh. I have no idea if that's good or not. <laughs> um, this could be a winner, Craig. The frugal fit mom. Okay. Uh, she's saying how you can live and eat on fifteen dollars a week. Wow. She, she's presenting you her Dollar Tree budget meal plan. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. That sounds fun. I'm looking at the time in the interest of time. Let's say that. So I will mark that. I'll send that to you and Joe. We'll talk about that. We'll see how crazy she is. I, I think, you know, Craig and I are bigger guys, so we might call her crazy because yeah, I don't know if I can eat on 15 bucks a week. No. But we'll see. We'll, we'll let her get a chance to explain herself and see what's good. Yeah. All right. Um, Craig, remember Chase Bank. Uh, if you're the tie of your bank, Switch to Chase, click on the link, um, you know, attach your direct deposit, and you'll be good there. Uh, remember, two podcasts a day. You say, boy, you guys are crazy. How are you doing this? Well, um, with all the people we have, we have those. 
And we're also sharing some newsy um, podcasts from public news service. We're not directly affiliated with them, but they let us use our stuff. And it's a great way of kind of filling the gaps when we, we're not available for podcasts every day. So check those guys out. Um, Craig, any, anything else you want to promote? Yeah, I'm going to be talking to uh, George Thomas tomorrow about uh, some recent releases. Dune, the big blockbuster science fiction movie that just came out last week. I'll get uh, George's take on that. So I'm excited after a couple of weeks off with George to get back at it with him. Yeah, I'm taking a look right now, trying to see if our buddy George, oh my, um, I booked George on my Pittsburgh Steelers radio network. Um, he's going to talk about the big Brown Steelers game coming up, and the show hasn't started. I, t- I took a look at my feed here, so hopefully <laughs> things are okay. We'll, yeah. we'll have to check that out. No fights um, yet. Yeah, very interesting. If you don't know, I, I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I do a show on the network, but I also work for uh, Gannett, Ohio, our USA Today network here in Ohio. We cover the Browns and Bengals, so if George can't make it, the backup to give you information about the Browns is me. <laughs> Which, if you know my not being a fan of the Browns and my, my fandom of the Steelers, it's going to be kind of awkward, so... I'm I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that George is on the program shortly. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, what a time to be alive! And yeah, check out our other podcast, uh, real quick, Craig. On um, we talked to Laura um, about the latest in Seinfeld. Uh, Laura and I did a separate show talking about the latest in Frasier. Um, yeah, lots of pop culture podcasts with uh, Craig and George, Craig and. Bob Garver, Craig, and some reviews coming up. And then we're excited. Uh, Monday, we're slated to bring back uh, the great um, Megan Henry and Danae Philby now. She just got married. Um, We're going to try. We're we're trying to stay away from the politics. My goodness. I tried to make a post about church and politics. And (laughs) holy crap. Craig, we could talk for hours about that one. Yeah, we could. I, I never thought that just posting, hey, churches are preaching more about Jesus and stop talking about politics as much. I mean, you thought I said, hey, all your mothers are whores or something. You know I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was very weird the reaction I got. And believe me, um, I heard about it from a lot more people that come on the post going, who are your friends? And I said, I don't know <laughs> because <laughs> I only agree with them. It's very highly strange. So. I don't know. Awful time in politics, so we'll just leave it at that. All right. Well, Craig, I better let you go. Uh, it's been real. Um, check out Craig's uh, his new newspaper. Yeah. Uh, uh, follow Craig on uh, Twitter. You're still at Craig Shop and H, right? Actually, no. I changed it. I should have. I should have updated. Oh yes. Craig underscore Shop. Obviously, uh, um, the NH was News Herald for Portland. Now I'm at the Elite Chronicle in Clarksville, Tennessee. So. I thought, why not change it up? Maybe I can get my blue check mark maybe this time around. Oh, you didn't have it before. I have not had it, no. I, I don't know what to do. I lost my blue check mark when I changed my name. So I was going to say, don't change your name, but if you didn't <laughs> have a blue check mark, yeah. So right now I'm at Chris P. I'm going to, no matter what I do in my future, I, I'm going to have to save that so I can save my blue check mark. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, Craig, it's been real. 
Uh, I gotta go tape my Steelers podcast for the night. Kind of a weird night. Usually we take a break between these, but now it's we're jamming everything in, which is good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, for Craig, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the YouTube show. We'll be back next week with um, Joe Castle. I almost said George Thomas uh, <laughs> to talk about eating on fifteen bucks a meal. And uh, Craig, send me ideas you have. Um, YouTube, just send me some YouTube links for something else you want to talk about, and we'll figure it out next week. But next week, we are, are going to be talking about the $15 um, Dollar Tree meal plan. Yeah. Eek. Yikes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Doesn't sound appetizing, no. Yeah. But, but hey, check it out. You never know. We might be excited about for next week. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. Uh, talk to you later. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>